Welcome to Summoner's Rift. We are the Champions, a League of Legends podcast about understanding League of Legends, one randomly rolled League of Legends champion at a time. I'm Nora Blake and Zoe Ashmars. And I'm Olivia Joseph. Uh, my brain don't work anymore. What happened? I don't know, man. I don't have banter. <laughs> okay, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What am I supposed to talk about? Shit. League of Legends and or its affiliate enterprises. Except for uh, Valorant, because we don't talk about that. Fuck Valorant. Yeah, fuck Valorant. I'm not going to play no first-person shooter. Fuck you. I will if it's set in the world of Runeterra. Like, they could have just made Overwatch with League of Legends characters, and then they fucked it. Or they did fuck it. Instead, they made over. Instead, they made Overwatch with, like, Kinbait. It's Counter-Strike with Kinbait. Oh. Uh, Which is even worse. Do the, do the Valorant characters have, like, abilities? Do they have voice yes. lines? Are any of them gay? No, I mean... These are a lot of questions you're throwing at me very fast. <laughs> Your APM is skyrocketing right now. Yeah, that's why I'm a pro gamer. <clears throat> that's true. I'm gonna eat this Kit Kat. On the podcast? On the podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> Give me a break. I don't care about anything right now. Really? Yeah. Not even the podcast? No, I'm fucked up and evil. Damn. Yeah. Evil LV uh, AU. Not AU, it's real, baby. <laughs> it's canon. It's fucking, it's fucking canon. Have you been playing any League of Legends lately? How was Duel Lane? Duel Lane was good. We actually won. We had a commanding lead for most of the game. Uh, thing about League of Legends, when you're winning, <laughs> pretty fun game. Pretty fun. <laughs> uh, same with Runeterra when I'm demolishing you and just destroying you I'm having a great time you talk like you don't have a single digit win rate against me we've played like six games <laughs> so I'm not wrong we've actually okay we've played way more than six games I don't think that's true no we've played it's definitely not 12 you you regularly call me before work and are like play runeterra with me and so we play runeterra that happened two times that happened four times that's not true they're lying on the podcast i can't believe i'm shocked i'm not this behavior is coming from my co-host i'm telling the truth unreal Mm. Mm. unreal i can't believe this i'm gonna roll a random number and then that random number will be assigned. <laughs> Have you been doing anything else lately? Uh, How's your life been? I moved. I should talk about moving. You did move. Wife apartment is real. Wife apartment is real. I have an apartment with my wife. I sleep in a big bed with my wife. Damn. Homer Simpson style. Which is to say I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Imagine if, like, your only reference point for heterosexuality was The Simpsons. Like, you just didn't know what heterosexuals were. I mean, that's what a lot of the straight people I know have as a reference for, like, relationship dynamics is solely uh, The Simpsons and Big Bang Theory. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. They're out there. That gave me depression. Again? Yeah, double depression. <laughs> Cyber depression. Depression 2. <laughs> on on stage at E3. Depression 2. <laughs> depression 2. Anyway, I did move. I'm in a pretty bare room right now. Mm-hmm. That's why I sound a little echoey, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, but it's nice. But also, you have a dedicated room to do podcasts in now, and nobody will ever take a shower above it ever again. Or fuck. Or f- oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> One time, we moved to a different part of the basement because they were doing dishes, and then when we got set up on the other end of the basement, which was right underneath their bedroom. We heard we were reminded of how squeaky their bed was, uh, and then we had to move back to the other side of the basement to keep recording. F. Anyway, we're free now. We we have an apartment. I'm looking out over the skyline. That is, uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's a street. It's got some shops on it. It's pretty nice. I've been thinking about living spaces not only because you've moved, but because my friend is like sending me uh like house listings um Mm -hmm. and looking through them i found a dog that was following around the person taking pictures in one of these properties which was very (laughs) charming (laughs) like the dog is the dog included it was uh no unfortunately but for that price it fucking better have been um but the dog wasn't even doing anything like it didn't look happy or like excited so it would just be like a normal picture of a property and then just right in the middle a little schnauzer just like staring straight on <laughs> ah, very good um what can i say i'm a millennial um uh i have a very strong feeling uh that the end of the world may come during my lifetime and i just want to live in a big house with a bunch of people that i care about those yeah. that's the extent of my dreams that's the brigmore witches to me <laughs> damn if i could live in the brigmore witches that would kick ass just one big manor with one top and a bunch of subs and you all do magic and we all do magic i forgot about the i forgot about the bdsm part they all have plants growing in them because delilah does plant stuff and I feel like that's implied to be, like, the connection between them all of, like, that's how they get their power from her as she, like, controls them with this plant growth. Oh. Dishonor. So they've all got poison ivy vine vine veins, you know? I did see those. Those look kind of cool. Anyway, enough about witchcraft. Do you want to talk about League of Legends? Yeah. Tell me about League of Legends. Okay. So I didn't call my shot on, um... On the last episode, but I'm gonna do that on this episode. I bet we're gonna roll Olaf. That's my called shot. Okay, okay. We have a nice Olaf in duo lane. We're just carrying that energy forward. What's the number? The number is one hundred 
33. That doesn't feel like Olaf. That's Talon! That's the Dishonored champion! (laughs) That's the Dishonored champion! (laughs) We did, we did, we did use our magic to speak the champion into existence, but I was attuned to the wrong wavelength. Is this the only Dishonored champion? I feel like there's another that's more Dishonored, but I can't remember. Is there a Whaler champion? There's, there's Pike. Shit, maybe no. Pike is definitely a dishonored character. Yeah, Pike is like a like a, a target, like a dishonored like yeah. mission target. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if Billy um. Lurk was? What if uh, who's the? No, it's Lizzie Stride. All of the lesbians in Dishonored are named da 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 da. They're named what? <laughs> well, like the the <laughs> cadence of their names are just like da da da. Right. Lizzie Stride, Billy Lurk, Emily Colvin. Eh, she she's royalty. She doesn't count. <laughs> you're not gay if you yeah. you're not gay if you run a country. I don't have an offhand remark for that, but I'm gonna think about it. Lennon said so. <laughs> what about Big Boss? Uh, point proven. Is that a, does that count as a nation? If it's like it's a nation, there's state power. He's a leader. There's laws. Outer heaven. He's outside of the borders of the. But like, does he? Got, hmm. What makes us? What makes a nation versus a state versus a? That's this is for duo lane. This is a duo lane conversation <laughs> to me. <laughs> Look, let's just talk about Talon. Okay. Take a break. Read about Talon. Come back. Talk about Talon. This is actually the Assassin's Creed champion. That's true. Uh, but he does turn invisible, so... Riot doesn't even have the taste to make a Dishonored... <laughs> to make him the Dishonored champion. They made him the Assassin's Creed champion. I swear there's another champion that's vaguely dishonored but I cannot for the life of me mm-hmm. remember who that would be. Well, if there is, eventually we'll find it. Yep. Alright. Catch you on the flip side. That, you can't just steal that! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I can. Left to fester in a prison cell. This is living hell. But I've never been a fella to just sit and dwell on how they set me up. Said I killed the Empress. My will for vengeance somewhat similar to my skills. It's endless. Distill the tension, build momentum till the thrill's tremendous. I'm gonna bring a world of pain to them that's real relentless. They'll feel horrendous in their final living seconds. A cold breath on their shoulder as death beckons and shows them in this most fleeting of moments. And we're back. We're back. A character... More repressed than Garen? Sometimes, okay. Sometimes we take a break, right? And, well, every every episode we take a break. And sometimes... Two breaks. Two breaks. The first break. <laughs> sometimes we take our first break and we just read the, read the lore. We're like, all right, let's go. And then sometimes in those breaks, decades happen. <laughs> and that's what I feel happened to me. <laughs> There's not a lot of Talon lore, um, but I feel like my whole understanding of the man has been just up uprooted. Um, mm-hmm. This guy's so fucking horny. <laughs> He's the horniest motherfucker. But and it wasn't broadcasted. I could never have known. I guess that is the benefit of We Are the Champions. He's he keeps it hidden, you know, <laughs> like an assassin. 
Yes. Like <laughs> uh, uh, my upper lip constricts, desperate to twitch, but I am stone. Succumbing to such weakness would only carry me further from the edge, which is capitalized. Like <sighs> it's a it's a first person short story because his his biography is like three paragraphs. Yeah. Um, Let me read the paragraph real quick. Yeah, read the blurb. The blurb. <clears throat> then we can do skins. Uh, yeah. Okay. Talon is the knife in the darkness, a merciless killer able to strike without warning and escape before any alarm is raised. He carved out a dangerous reputation on the brutal streets of Noxus, where he was forced to fight, kill, and steal to survive. Adopted by the notorious Ducoteau family, he now plies his deadly trade at the Empire's command, assassinating enemy leaders, captains, and heroes, as well as any Noxian foolish enough to earn the scorn of their masters. <laughs> yeah. They really bury the lead here. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you would not even know that he's horny. <laughs> they they really hid that part of him. Oh my god! Um, but he is specifically horny for Katarina. He's just the Assassin's Creed guy. Like he 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 literally looks like it. He's except he's got a big old cape. I think the assassins have better designs than Talon. Not not gonna lie to you. Sure. Um. Uh. He just. <laughs> he looks. He looks silly. Uh, I don't think his design is very good. I think it's. I like his design. It's very basic. I think it's basic. In a way that I think I it's enjoy. basic in a bad way for me. He's yeah. He's just like he's a guy. He's a guy. Yeah. He's in a he's in a coat. He's an assassin for Noxus. Um, his biography has that whole thing about like uh, there was. <laughs> They have this silly bit where it's like the Noxus assassins keep coming to him while he's living on the streets. And they're like, <laughs> you can join us or die. And he kills them because he's such a cool guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's just really cool. And it's not um, until they send General Ducoteau after him, the only man ever able to beat him. He's uh, Katarina's adopted brother. Ooh, uh, ooh, that makes it so much worse. It's un—it's unclear whether they actually have any relationship. Like he was raised on the streets, but then was brought into their family. And it seemed like in one blurb, it was like, oh, he was adopted into this family. But then the short story and the actual biography seemed to say otherwise i think they might have like missed something when they were like reconfiguring this for the new lore i didn't think there was Um, a contradiction in the short story he's sent to kill katarina after she like fails to win a battle i read it as implying that her dad sent talon to kill katarina yes what i'm saying is that um they use the word family in the short story in the sense of two killers, like mm-hmm. there is a language to the violence that they both understand, mm-hmm. but it doesn't imply that they are like the considered family or literally family. But the blurb says, uses the phrase adopted, which makes me think, oh, he was taken in by them. But it's actually like he was hired to be an agent for them. Yeah, that's true. It's, but the wording got confused there. Um, 
So now there are two characters who are mega horny who are <laughs> for Katarina. Really Katarina. Yeah. Um but let's talk skins. Let's talk skins. First one is Renegade Talon. <laughs> Which has no lore. I don't know what this is. <laughs> this is just like punk edit. He's wearing Talon. jeans. He's wearing jeans. He has a pauldron. Uh, um, this sucks. I hate this. <laughs> it's fine. Next up is Crimson Elite Talon, part of the set. The Crimson Elite cannot confirm or deny the existence of the agent known as Talon. The bloody trail left behind him serves as a sinister warning to all. Perhaps more disconcerting are the hundreds of undocumented cases that remain undiscovered. What? How could they be disconcerting if nobody knows they exist? Cinema sins <laughs> noise. How can they be jamming us if they don't know that we're coming? <laughs> um, the Crimson Elite set is like a Noxus set. It's the answer. It's the Noxus answer to the Demacian Commando. Yeah, uh, except there's only two set. of them. It looks like. Oh really? Yeah. When you click the like related champions, it just shows uh, Talon and Riven. Okay. But he's where? What does he look like? How do we dis- Judge Dread? Judge Dread. Yeah. Fair. Um, Fantasy Judge Dread <laughs> with a wrist-mounted blade. A wrist-mounted blade and like a weird symbol in the back, like a skull symbol, but sort mm-hmm. of like the skull of a of a Warhammer forty k Tyranid. Next up is Strider Hiryu, uh, Dragon Blade Talon. Uh... Legend says the Talon's blades were forced in the fire of a shadow dragon and that he turned against his corrupt masters, cutting through them one by one before vanishing into the night. Many believe he will appear again whenever the strong take advantage of the weak. Yeah, this is the Warring Kingdoms, right? Yeah. It looks like Strider from Strider. Because he's got the red scarf and the... Sorry, I've never played a video game in my life. That's fine. <laughs> it's it, This is a good skin. I like this one a lot. I don't have any attack... Like I said, I've never played a video game. I don't know what this design is, so... Mm-hmm. It doesn't really register with me. That's fair. Next up we have SSW Talon, which I almost read as SJW Talon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honoring Pawn's winning performance as talent during the 2014 World Championship, he looks like a character from Brandon Sanderson's White Sand comic. Hmm. To me, he looks like a Destiny character. He does kind of look like a Destiny character. He also kind of looks like a... He's got like a robot aesthetic in this. I guess. And sort of like a... Like a... He's... He's got, like, a weird... Oh, wait. My bad. I was looking at the wrong character. Were you looking at Thresh? I was looking at Thresh. No, he's the guy with the hood. Yeah, no, he is the guy with the hood. I got him confused with Thresh because Thresh had those little, like, plugs sticking out the back. Oh, and yeah, so I yeah, thought yeah. that was his cape. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks like, um... Okay. He still looks like a Destiny character. No, he looks like uh, he looks like the main character of like a Newgrounds Flash series that has five hundred episodes. <laughs> but um, but he's still named Talon. Yeah, I think this is one of those. Um, I think this is one of those World Series things that I watched back in the day because these are oh, familiar nice. to me. 
this this series has some interesting like interpretations of characters. Like, is that Twitch? Yeah. He looks like a weird little vole man. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. It's not, it's not okay, Talon skin. Next we have Blood Moon Talon. And uh whoop. An anarchic demon. What? Anarchic? Is that a word? Anar- an anarchic demon summoned on the night of the blood moon. Talon was once a human assassin who surrendered his flesh during one of the cult's possession rituals. He now kills indiscriminately, relishing the terror in his victim's dying eyes. Hmm. Is anarchic a word? <laughs> is, is... Anarchic is an adjective meaning with no controlling rules or principles to give order. Okay. Not to be confused with anarchist, which is like an ideology. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Well, how do we feel about anarchic Talon? It's fine. He's a monster man now. He's fine. He's a monster man. He's got, um... His... One of the things that Talon has is like a big coat, like a big cape that has all of these like knives at the end of it. And in this one, they're like hair braids that's interesting i guess this is interesting. he kind of looks like a predator oh he super does <laughs> I, he's got the mask and everything yeah i like his mask yeah it, it's got only one eye yeah this is just predator it's predator huh. talent it's okay you want to move on to Next twink up- talent <laughs> Next up is Link from The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> no, there's another one that is Link. No, okay, it's not Link from The Legend of Zelda, but there's a, there's two Twink Talons in a row. There's, there's two Twink Talons. This one is Enduring Sword Talon, a haughty dragon king of the South Seas. Talon accepted a duel from the demigoddess, demigoddess Irelia, only to be defeated in his own throne room. Humiliated, he lashed out at her, and she sealed his power within her blade, tasking him with finding a new purpose in the mortal realm. Hmm. Yeah, he's wearing like a. What's he wearing? This is kind of like a Chinese fantasy series, right? Like not specifically Warring Kingdoms, but just like it's Immortal Journey is the set. It's got a lot of characters in there. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, but he's sort of got like this like. How to describe? This? I don't. I don't know like any names for like Chinese clothes right. clothing. But I think it would be recognizable if you saw it. Although I'm really distracted by, like, his face. It's so pretty. <laughs> and his hair. He just sanded that jawline right off. <laughs> it's so skinny. Like, oh. God. He doesn't look like this in any of the other skins. Well, there's one other skin. Well, he looks like the Western version of this. This is like the anime versus the Western art doing the same. Like this this one and the next one. <laughs> like they got the same design done and, and tried. That's like it's just the lens of Western fantasy versus Chinese fantasy. That's really true. Oh my god. I like his sword. His sword's pretty cool. Yeah, that sword's really good. Uh, the last art is Talon Blackwood, <laughs> uh, which we've seen this art before, I think. No, we Talon? haven't. We've seen a different no, fantasy adventure different. skin. Uh, Rift Quest is the is the is the AU. Oh. Uh, Talon Blackwood, the sworn brother of Twitch Shadowfoot, dashing assassin extraordinaire. Talon Blackwood is one half of an infamous underworld duo and the only advanced class in the entire party. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's also a brooding dark elf anti-hero with a tragic backstory who was fated to one day save the world, probably. Okay. Um, now, it says the phrase dark elf here. He, he's white as hell in this skin. He's white as hell. Now, obviously, that's like a joke about Drizzt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it actually, uh, in the in Dragonlance, the concept of dark elves is like a social thing. Mm-hmm. Like a dark elf is someone who has been cast out of society, oh. um, rather than like a race of elves. And I guess this is like the Dragonlance skin series because we've seen we've, we've seen we other did talk about Fizban Rise, yeah, yeah, Fizban Rise, and Rugged Garen is also part of this, yeah. Um, I love the Twitch here. We haven't gotten a oh, Twitch. Oh, that's a good Twitch. He's just, he's a little mouse man. Look at him. He's, gonna, he's so cute. He's holding up a thing of cheese like it's the ale that the rest of them have. I want to talk about Talon, about, but I'm just. How do you feel about this Talon? Um, he looks like he's from Shrek. He too. He does look like he's from Shrek. He's extremely too. got that like Shrek energy. Yeah, that like snarky fantasy snarky fairy tale fantasy yeah because he's got a, he's got an undercut he's got sort of like a dreamworks face going on um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh yeah he also kind of looks like link from the legend of zelda <laughs> like dude a little bit if you combine this with the last one you would get just like you would just get link um yeah, he's got he's got sort of an interesting weapon here. It's like a shield and a and a dagger in one. That's that's mm-hmm. okay. Right. But otherwise, he's kind he's of the only advanced class in the party. He's the only advanced class in the party. That's a very charming detail to me. <laughs> I like to imagine Talon as like a really serious like meta gamer. Yeah, he's like no, I no, I've gotta, I've gotta. He's the motherfucker who's like, I need to make sure I hit all my XP triggers every single session. <laughs> um, I will say that the short story for Talon is called "The Name of the Blade." The, the um, name of the blade is Katarina because he's fucking yeah. horny for his adopted sister. They're not. I said that, but it's not true. I know, but they like. It's, it, they don't live together. They don't live together, but it is weird. <laughs> I don't know if it's weird in that sense. I think it's... It's, I, it's weird in the sense that he's a creep. It's but. weird in the sense that he, like, failed to kill her once and so follows her around and, like, watches her kill people and is just like... Yeah, he, he wants to study her because uh, he knows that he, can, he could kill her. Oh, my God. And then he like he's like I have to remain rock still as I watch her kill people. Stay close to the rock edge. Hard on the edge. It sucks. <sighs> I love this guy. <laughs> you would. <laughs> he's so fucking. <sighs> like I'm looking at his main art on the big banner on the talent page, and he looks like fucking Star Killer. Uh, yeah, this is exactly the kind of dipshit that you're into. <laughs> you see a guy like uh, this and you're like, hell yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Hell yeah. This is like your, uh, this is like your, uh, your, like, five out of ten, uh, shooter enthusiasm, but as a person. <laughs> <laughs> My, I, I, like... 
the entirety of the fear series too much. <laughs> yeah, this is like this is my I have plan I have a like an idea for a reboot of First Encounter Assault Recon energy. Yeah. Um di- <laughs> It's called Four, by the way. Oh my god, you have the acronym. F O U R because there would be the fourth one. It would be Frontal Operations Underworld Reconnaissance because you would go to hell and the ghost dimension with your guns, obviously. <sighs> but now we've learned all we need to know about Talon. <laughs> we've learned all we need to know about Talon. Let's do his personality quiz. Let's take a break. Take a break. Catch you on the flip side. No, don't <laughs> do that. I'm gonna do it. It was easy to easy to find a quiz this time. Yeah, we saw this one and we knew we had to do it. Um, Which of so, these most disliked Animal Crossing characters are you? <laughs> we had to do it to him. <laughs> um, I'm just checking the email real quick because I know we have at least one email. We, have, we have one email. Uh, Our North- first question for this quiz. Mm-hmm. Remember, we are we are speaking Talon's truth. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? Red, orange, purple, pink. Red for blood, maybe? Uh, I want to say purple because he wears mostly purple. He does wear all purple everything. And the color of Noxus is red, so it's not mandated. You know? Like, that is his choice to wear purple. Yeah. Um, I guess that makes sense. But he does, he's blood horny a little bit. I clicked purple. I also clicked purple. What job do you prefer? Chef, artist, doctor, actor. Hmm. Maybe I doctor because th- he's blood horny. <laughs> I think he considers himself an artist of the blade. Damn. True. Okay. Um, pick a word that, that best describes you. Cheerful, unique, honest, or charming. I mean, honest is just textually true. Honest. But do you think he sees himself as cheerful, unique, or charming? I do not think so. Okay. Uh, what's your star sign? <laughs> Shit. When... What star sign is Talon? Uh, I, I need to know more about astrology for this. I'm just gonna Google most repressed <laughs> star sign. Star sign with the most problems. The five most emotionally unavailable zodiac signs. Yes. Thank you, Bustle.com. <laughs> Wait, this. Wait, which one is which website is this? Bustle. Ugh. Okay, just we're just gonna pick number one for this motherfucker. And if it's my star sign, I'm gonna get mad. It's Aries. Okay, not my star sign. Aries is often hyper focused on all the things they want in life. Uh, but when it comes to being emotionally available in relationships, this mentality may be difficult for a partner to understand. Mm-hmm. Focused on what they want in life. That's that seems pretty talent. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, okay. We're going to go with... What did I say? Aries? Mm-hmm. I'm going to click Aries on here. Pick an Animal Pick. Crossing personality type. Peppy, 
lazy, smug, normal, sisterly, jock, cranky, or snooty? Uh, snooty? Snooty. I think that's smug? closest. I, I I like um. I like I like the idea of normal. I have a normal personality. <laughs> normal. Uh, do you think smug or snooty? Hmm. I think snooty. I think Snooty would work more if he were nobility. Mm. But well, he like, comes from this like elite like school of. But he was raised on the street. Hmm. That's he true. started at the bottom. Now he's here. Okay, I'd go for smug. Uh, finally, pick a popular Animal Crossing character: Raymond, Bob, Sherb, or Stitches. Who do we think Raymond Talon would like? Talon would like Raymond? Raymond ass. <laughs> okay, Pietro! <laughs> you're very artistic and unique, but some people may think you're a little creepy. <laughs> That's true. I'm some... I'm bitches. I'm bitches. <laughs> I'm, Talon voice, I'm bitches. I'm bitches. That dude weird as hell, man. <laughs> that dude weird as hell. <sighs> okay. All right. We have an email. Because we solicited an email. Yeah. Um, this email comes in from M, who says, So I've listened to every episode, and I have a question. What is the actual plot of League, if any? I just have no idea what the stakes or broader lore is in, like, an Alliance versus Horde way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Google Mail prompts, the automatic responses given to me for this email are, one, I have no idea. Two, good question. Three, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> well, we discussed this a bit on the first episode, right? Like, League of Legends used to have a story that was occurring in the game. It used to be about... There was the Journal of Justice. <laughs> the Journal of Justice. Do you remember the Journal of Justice? <laughs> It was a blog that updated with events happening in the world of League of Legends, and it, like, coincided with new additions to the roster. Oh, my God. Um, That was when, like, people found out that, like, oh, Jarvan's interview went weird because he showed up and there were no judges, and instead there was just Swain there with a knife. (laughs) Uh, And he fucking attacked him or whatever. Um... That's what led to the conspiracy theory that Jarvin was secretly LeBlanc in disguise, but we'll talk about that later. Oh my god. Um, We don't know either of those characters yet. (laughs) Yeah, like, League used to be like G Gundam. It's a bunch of people fighting in an arena so that they don't have, like, a real-ass war. Um, And then they retconned all that, and now League of Legends is just like Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, League used to be the Gundam fight. <laughs> and now it is the Gundam build fight. <laughs> exactly. So, as of right now, there are plots happening in the lore, like as it, which, by which I mean there are short stories about character interactions, mm-hmm. but there is not really a big-scale plot happening to my knowledge. Yeah, there's just, like, a setup. Right. There's, like... There are a lot of, like, loose ends lying around that could become stories, but they haven't really put 
put any effort into telling a big st- big story yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't published any books, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been like in the events, like events, as in like well, gameplay events happen in in like the game, but they're just like based around skins and stuff. But there there are comics. So there's like the comic that shows. Ash getting her ice powers and becoming the queen of the Freljord and, like, dealing with Sejuani as, like, this rival uh, matriarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, coming to coming to blows in, like, the birth of that rivalry. And that is just an arc about, about Ash coming into her character as we see it in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't connect, to my knowledge, with other stuff. There, I think there's only two comics. I think there's just an Ash one and a Lux one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, like, the, the only, like, foray into outside narrative that they've done. Uh, they do treat them like comic book, like, superheroes. Yeah. They, like, they reach a status a quo, and then it's just... Nothing Nothing new happens, really. They've kind of only done origin stories, to my knowledge. I think there might be two Lux arcs at this point. But, like, it is just like, here's the character. They're going to do an, an adventure or something. <laughs> here's um, Lux. She's gay and her family will kill her. Wah-wah. <laughs> uh, but I look forward to them trying to tell a plot with 160 characters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, they can't do that because they have so many like movers and shakers yeah. in the world that like I don't know how you tell that kind of story that doesn't devolve into like Infinity War nonsense. Yeah, like when what like Noxus and Demacia and Ionia exist as like political powers that have had conflict in the past, but like if if either of them go to war, like there's like five different characters whose whole thing is they like preserve the balance of the world so all those motherfuckers get in here and then there's like characters who would like just roll up to fight something it's like it would just become a mess i am like they haven't done this yet and i imagine they are hesitant to write character deaths Mm -hmm. because no one wants their champion to get owned Mm mm-hmm Unless you're an Ezreal fan. Oh, um, yeah? In which case, you love seeing that guy get owned. Oh, yeah? But, like, nobody wants to go, oh, I love Darius. I'm going to sit down with this cool, like, you know, Darius Noxus comic. versus Demacia comic. Uh, oh, Garen finally, like, faces off with Darius, and they have a duel, and then Garen wins. It's like, oh. Yeah. It's sort of like... Yeah. It would, like, ruin the appeal of playing Darius, you know? You'd be like, well, I'm playing the guy who lost to Garen. (sighs) Which is, like... I don't know, like... I feel like that's not a problem for something like Heroes of the Storm, where, like, oh, everyone's killed Diablo. (laughs) It's still fun to play as Diablo. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, like, Kerrigan. I don't know, you don't really... Kill Kerrigan and the you, you Blizzard him, killed kill Kerrigan. Him. Blizzard killed Kerrigan. Yeah, Kerrigan becomes God. I don't know. It's complicated, but no, Rainer becomes God. I think. Whatever. What? I watched it's... like StarCraft three movie all cutscenes HD, ten eighty p, and wow. then it just like flew out Starcraft the back of my 3, head. Huh? Um. 
I was saying something. Uh, it's not a problem in, like, Heroes of the Storm. Right, because, like, those characters have fought in their own games previously, and they're still cool characters to play as. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I, th- I, I think that that is possibly a concern they have, but I think they could, like, move past that mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They, it, it would be really hard, because then there's, like, there's going to be an easy hundred characters that aren't going to show up in the thing that you're making, mm-hmm. and everyone wants their fave, like... You know, yeah, I was thinking that they could like, you know, they could tell like smaller scale stories, which are just like one or two characters doing things. But they just do that in the short stories real quick. They do that in the short stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there's the the short story where Mundo and Echo have a fight briefly Oof. or like Talon tries to assassinate Katarina and fails, but gives her that cool scar across the eye that she has in, in all of her art. Mm hmm. Or, or the yeah. or the one where like uh, the armor of Palpatine's guards is made out of the the canoes that you see on Naboo in Episode One, or whatever the fuck that is. No, wait, that's Phasma's armor is like made. <laughs> Phasma's armor is made from the chromium that coated Palpatine's uh, yacht. <laughs> oh my god. Come on. Well, because they had the first order had that yacht and then they crashed it on a desert planet where they found Phasma and there was like a whole fucking post-apocalypse thing happening there and then after Phasma did an adventure to get um Armitage Hux's father, Brendel Hux, back sorry, to sorry, his what? spaceship, Phasma got like a position in the first order and when she had rank and authority she went back to her home planet and stripped that yacht of its metal to make her cool armor hmm. the lore yeah that's the phasma book it's called phasma oh that makes sense there's they set up this whole big question in that book about like who what is phasma under the mask and before she's even in the first order she lo- she like really I don't know if she loves masks, but she, like, has to wear a mask all the time. It's, like, a thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, she's just like that. Um, and there's this big question of, is she ugly or hot under the mask? She's she's hot, obviously. Oh, damn. Girls love it when a girl wears a mask all the time, and then she takes off a mask, and it's like, whoa, she's hot. Yeah, she's hot and cool. Oh, my God. Anyway, League of Legends. So that- that's kind of an answer to your question. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're. I mean, they've sort of like written them. They purposely writ themselves into a version of the game where no major story developments are going to happen. You are just like playing with the action figures of characters who are just like pitched to you briefly. Yeah, it's kind of like Overwatch. I think it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say a dark <laughs> statement. I think uh-huh. it's better than Overwatch. Yeah, I, I yes, but the the part of like here's a bunch of characters that we're gonna sell to you as pieces of fandom that Overwatch has also affects a big chunk of the modern like approach to Le- League of Legends characters. Mm-hmm. For sure, like I you know I'm I wasn't in on the 
product development meetings or whatever the fuck that spawned this decision. But I bet the decision to take it, to take League of Legends from a world which had like a lore that was reflected literally in the things that happened in the game of League of Legends into what they have now was affected by things like Overwatch, where the just like things were a lot simpler for the company. And it like, you know, Jinx is popular. Jinx is popular. They're gonna make lots of Jinx skins. They're gonna put Jinx on everything. Mm-hmm. She they got don't in the need card to tell game. A story with Jinx. She got in the card game round one. Yeah. Um, she's the Joker. She's the Joker and Harley Quinn. She's but... Jokerified Harley Quinn, who was already a yeah. Jokerified regular lady. She's been double Jokerified. Yeah. Double jerker fight, but also she's like, she's like not a villain. She's like a lovable scoundrel. Yeah. She just. She's an Antifa super soldier. <laughs> I wish she was an Antifa super soldier <laughs> instead of being like no. a weird mental illness pastiche. Is she? Yeah. I mean, she's, she's crazy, right? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know Jinx yet. She's definitely also random XD. Mm-hmm. That's the level we're working on <laughs> with with respect to like characters and events that occur in League of Legends. Mm-hmm. That's Talon. <laughs> that was Talon. He's dead now. Uh, we forgot to mention we do permanently kill Zanskar. Uh, oh yeah, the Zanskar uh, minute. Yeah, Zanskar minute. Talon dead. Yeah, Merc. unfortunately. He does work as, like, the chief hitman of the fascist... Uh, one of the fascists. <laughs> Thank uh, you, one of the fascists. Uh, 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 states. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of boring and horny. But, like, in a cool way. <laughs> <laughs> he's cool! <laughs> Zanskar Minute for Nora. No! No, we would never. You have special dispensation. What does that mean? I don't know. I heard it in a movie sometimes. <laughs> but it means that you can do whatever you want. That's it for We Are the Champions. Uh, Olivia, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. People are wanting to find you online. How can they do it? Oh, um, fuck you is the answer. Don't find me. Oh, so they can find you by fucking me. Ugh. Go on Twitter. <laughs> Go on Twitter. At Great Grief. Uh-huh. It's it's a kind of bird. Mm-hmm. Where do they fucking find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at neither Nora. You can find everything that I do at NoraBlake.online. You can support the podcast on patreon.com slash export audio. You're such an imp. Uh, Hannah was right. What? You're an imp. What? Patreon.com slash export audio will put you on the list of patrons for the Export Audio Podcast Network. And that will get you access to Duo Lane, the podcast we record right before we record this one, where we just hang out and play League of Legends. If you like us or think we're cool or funny or whatever, uh, or just like hearing our voices, you can go give us a dollar and listen to that. Or the sick beats um, that I put under our voices. With some sick beats. You could have been getting down to these sick beats. Um, you also get import audio coming soon, 
which is the companion to my Mega Man podcast, Rush Jet Radio, where Curly and I uh, are just doing like a Mega Man full franchise retrospective podcast. We're watching the cartoon right now. Uh, we do a show called Import Audio afterward, where we just hang out and talk about bullshit, and that also goes in the Patreon feed. Uh, that's going to start uh, around the time this episode comes out. Should be the first one is out. Um, just, you know, there's stuff coming for the for the patrons. There's stuff coming for everyone else. Uh, death comes from us all. We got stuff for uh, the jocks. We got stuff for the nerds. We got stuff for the preps. Yeah. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Runeterra Tips. Um, follow us. Retweet our podcast. Please just... Give us attention. We're begging. Yeah. Uh, and you can send in emails to weartheemail at gmail.com. In a pinch, if you can't remember it, you can also send it in the export audio email, which is exportaudiopodcast at gmail. No, or export podcast? Export audio podcast at gmail. I think it's exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com. Export podcast Either would way. be needlessly confusing. Either way. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. You can, you know what? You can DM the podcast account on Twitter if you have a question that you just can't get to us any other way. Yeah. Look, um, we're all Jokerfied now. Nobody cares. Fuck it. I don't know what Jokerfied means. I'm not Joker. You'll find out. Oh, no. <laughs> You'll find out when I fucking Jokerfy you. Forced Jokerfication. <laughs> I already did it. You can't do that. I already did it. <laughs> Uh, catch you next week, gamers. Um, Until next GG. time, Phil Bottom. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>